All right. Hi, I'm Brent, and we're back with another episode of Mix and Matchbox. So today, we're actually doing the episode in person, and we have Mary Asher with us from Mary Eats STL. Uh, she is an Instagram influencer. I know that that might be a weird title to apply directly, but Mary does lots of Instagram stuff and she's gonna tell us a whole lot more about what she does and why it's awesome and the perks. So yeah, yeah. hi Mary. Hi Brent. Yeah, uh, <laughs> thank you for, uh, for joining me live. Uh, this is a complete experimentation right now. We actually were doing this for the first time and, and it's gonna be great. We're gonna do a great job. Yes. 100%, you got this. All right, um, I know that we have some questions. You have some notes. All the answers right here. Mary is so prepared. I, if I have ever had a very prepared guest, I probably have had a lot of really prepared guests, but Mary is the most prepared. Yeah, it's printed, that's why, yeah. So, hi. hi. <laughs> um, so, as far as you being an influencer. Or a content creator. Perfect. Mm. Ah, that, that sounds so much better. But, uh, you know, when you say things like that, uh, when did you start making your posts like more geared towards actually trying to be promotional content and not just doing it kind of for fun? It is still fun. Um, <laughs> in 2016, so a million years ago, I bought an Instagram course oh. that was like designed to help you find your voice and to become more of a professional blog than a personal blog, but mm -hmm. it's still very personal, which is why the name is like Mary, because it's about me, mm -hmm. eats because I eat food every day <laughs> in St. Louis. So it's not like Mary's just eating St. Louis, it's Mary and eating in St. Louis all rolled into one. One day are you considering eating St. Louis? I eat St. Louis every single day. <laughs> <laughs> that, is, that is amazing. That yeah. is really cool. Um, cause Mary and I, we've been friends for a while. Uh, uh, my wife, her husband, all of us are friends. And, uh, and in fact, I remember back in 2017, uh, you were teaching me about, you know, good hashtag practices and just, you know, uh, doing, doing things you needed to do. And it was so cool because you've grown very organically and gotten a lot of exposure over time. Yeah. Yeah. It's been great. Yeah, I learned hashtags from the course and how to make your feed cohesive and just having your own voice. Yeah. That's super cool. Uh, by the way, I'm also, I'm looking off camera because there are questions over here the viewers need to know so they don't think I'm just ignoring you quickly. Uh, anyway. <laughs> if you were prepared and would have printed them out, it would have been a lot easier. Yeah. Everybody's with us for the first time doing this. So, uh, so anyway, I guess how does the actual business work? Because like obviously, you know, people see Instagram people all the time promoting progress products and, you know, promoting services, promoting companies, like doing all sorts of things. But literally, it's a business at the end of the day. Yes. So it's still just a hobby. It's <laughs> not a real business. Um, <laughs> Let's see, people slide into my DMs and they ask if I want to come out to a restaurant or if I want to come to an event. Um, they email me as well. My contact information is on my Instagram bio. And that's how it works. That's cool. DMs, you actually, email. You started like an LLC around it? I started an LLC so that it's more professional. That is cool. And I can separate business expenses from my personal expenses. That makes a ton of sense. And also get a sweet write-off, hopefully. You can just write it off. Yeah. 
<laughs> so as people are able to, uh, you know, kind of like do this for themselves, um, you know, obviously like this is um, something you just kind of came up with and started. Do you have any recommendations for like, you know, how you would say that other people get into this? You just need to be authentic, have your own voice. Don't try to change to fit some mold. There's enough room for everybody in the influencing game, the content creating, even just being a very niche food blogger. There's room for everybody. Forgot what else I was gonna say. Oh, and just post about what you're already doing. Don't go out of your way to make content that's not authentic. Like nine times out of 10, I am still paying for my own food. I am going to my own events that I'm paying for. And I'm just sharing what I'm already doing. And if somebody invites me to an event that I was already going to go to, even better. Yeah, that's cool. I Because I see your post and it does seem like you go out to eat a lot. <laughs> we eat out a lot, but we also cook at home too. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I And as like, you know, you're doing some of these things, um, you know, how did you end up learning these tactics? I know that you mentioned the course that you took initially, and I'm sure that you probably, you know, monitor other influencers for kind of like, you know, maybe what they're doing, but like, is there any other kind of go-to place? Did that you read my sheet? Because those are the two things I said. Oh, the... No, that I'm like learning from other people that, oh. and we're friends like with other content creators in real life. Oh, okay. So we talk to each other, make sure we're not like undercutting each other. Oh, that's good. Because we're all in this together and we don't want to just, yeah, we're all in this together. Yeah, and you've done these like collabs too, which is like super cool. Yeah, everybody can uplift somebody else or, yeah, it's just easy to get more exposure for everybody. Yeah, definitely. Um, it, rising tide raises all ships. Absolutely. Where, I say that all the time. Yeah, <laughs> that is just one in my back pocket. I am bad at phrases, uh, but that one, I'm keeping, I'm keeping one. <laughs> Uh, so is there a level as an influencer that you're shooting for? Because like, certainly there's, you know, thousands of following followers. There's hundreds of thousands, millions. It gets crazy. Right. Uh, are, are you, do you have aspirations of like kind of growing your brand bigger so that you can kind of get to a milestone for yourself? I guess I've kind of made myself a very micro influencer by having St. Louis in my handle. Mm -hmm. So we're not going to get too far out of St. Louis and have millions and millions of followers, but I can be regional. Um, I guess when I started being more professional on my blog, blog, Instagram, um, I was on the transplant list to get a lung transplant and I had that and it's fine. Um, <laughs> But we couldn't go within um, more than two hours outside of St. Louis because we had to be close to the hospital in case the call for new lungs came. So everything we were doing was more regionally local, located, um, going out as far as Columbia, Missouri to the middle of Illinois, um, just not very far away. So that's why everything was hyper-focused on the area. Mm -hmm. And so by having all the focus on St. Louis, it makes us more of a destination or you can be a tourist in your own city by finding new places you've never been to before. So it's just bringing more people to St. Louis from outside of St. Louis and making people in St. Louis happier that they live here. That's we have so much to do. Amazing, that's really cool. I didn't know that there was so much altruism baked into that, you know, sort of that posting stuff. I will say, I really appreciate all of your posts. We are friends, but at the same time, I like go to your feed to be like, all right, instead of just asking Mary, where should I go out? I just like, oh, it's all right there. 
I love when people send me messages, ask me where to go. I love when people say something to me in real life and say like, I follow you on Instagram. It makes me so excited that there's like real people that are making real connections and that I'm like really am an influence for them. It's just crazy. I'm going to bother you more then. That's, That's what right. I heard. I love it. I yeah. love it. All right. Very cool. So you heard it here. Uh, <laughs> please bother me. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right. So since you've had some absolutely fabulous meals i'm sure uh you know and definitely gotten some pretty amazing uh you know sort of nice introductions for all sorts of like types of food i know it's hard to choose choosing a favorite it's like choosing your favorite child but okay i recommend three restaurants yes because we can't just pick one okay all right um the commonwealth is inside Angad Arts Hotel in the Grand oh. Center area. Mm -hmm. So next door to Powell, next door to the Fox. They have a great menu, but we had some of the biggest and tastiest scallops that I've ever had before. Oh my God, Excellent. I have to take my wife. She loves scallops. So. Love a scallop. Yeah, all right. All right, um, Tempest on Manchester in the Grove. They've got a coursed out meal and each course is better and better than the one before it, and I dream about the s'mores dessert that we had. What? I know, it was pretty excellent. Sounds amazing. All right, then the last one, we just went to Frank Papa's Ristorante <laughs> on Brentwood, and it was like really, really good food. But in addition to that, to split the meal like with somebody else, like you get two entrees and you're gonna share the two entrees. They divide the meal in front of you, so each of you gets an equal portion. Oh. It's just like very old school charm, very attention to detail. And it was awesome and we left very full. That's really cool. I assume like really nice and friendly service too. Absolutely. That's great. That is really cool. All right, those are three St. Louis recommendations for restaurants to go to. And I feel like um, there's so many new restaurants opening up all the time. And not to mention there's like so many, um, you know, places that go undiscovered um, too. And I, but I am always looking for something new because like eating the same old boring food is no fun at all. So that's why that is, that's, that's super good to know. Um, so I guess, have you ever eaten anywhere and then also had reservations about posting about it? Because there has to be the good and then there has to be maybe the not so good. If I had, you wouldn't know about it. Right. I'm not going to close a restaurant down and write a material review. Uh -huh. I mean, if I hate something, I'm just not going to share it. Yeah. Because we're not going to shut down a small business that's barely surviving right now. Yeah. Yeah. Fair enough. That, that, that good and diplomatic. And I definitely would not expect you to totally throw shade at some restaurant that was not that good. No. Uh, but it does happen. There have been places that I will not go to again. Yeah but we don't need to talk about them. Same, I, I have those too and I just don't go there. No. Yeah, all right, cool, that's very fair. Uh, what are the perks of doing this kind of work? I know we talked about, you know, like definitely potential tax benefit. Oh, those are good. Delicious food, but like, yeah, what, what, what can people get out of it? I think just making connections with the other local people on Instagram. I mean, I've made a lot of really good friends and they're not just like the influencers, it's other smaller businesses or smaller people that I like read really good friendships with. Oh, it's cool. Yeah, and people from across the country, across the world that you're not gonna meet in St. Louis that you can meet from anywhere. So it's very, yeah, it's very good to make connections. That's awesome. That is, that is fun. And like, I, I was like, 
what extra, you know, fun perks do you get? Like, do they give you like extra desserts or something? I don't know, but I'm sure they do. But no, it's about meeting people. That's, that's yeah, wonderful. That's, I mean, obviously we get food and we get events. And like I said, I get really excited when I make a recommendation and somebody's like, I went here because you went there. Or they say something to me in real life. Um, yeah. I, I do want to ask, um, you know, as far as like, this is a kind of new industry of sorts. And I know we kind of already touched a little bit on the question before about recommendations for people getting started. But I know as this, uh, you know, as you are in the middle of it right now and like kind of doing this, you know, work connecting with businesses and promoting, where do you see the industry of influence and influencer marketing going? I think it's becoming more and more important. Mm. We're not just watching regular television, mm -hmm. broadcast television with commercials. If you're going to want to get your message out, if you have a product, if you have an event, you're going to need to be where the people are. And people are on their phones, scrolling on social media. Mm -hmm. And if you see an authentic post supporting something like a new product, a new business, you're going to be more inclined to believe that than a print ad or a commercial that you see on TV. You're seeing your friend or somebody that you respect doing it on social media. Yeah, I wholeheartedly believe that. Um, there was recently, um, a, it was like a talk or whatever by this SEO expert, and he was uh, talking about how as you read articles in magazines that are written by people that you listen to and you care about, or that is like, you know, you're following these people kind of as you mentioned on social media and they tell you to do something, you're totally right. That brand recommendation from that person is so much stronger than, you know, just hearing something and hearing it over and over and over and then finally you might make a decision but like generally as you post a restaurant I'm like yeah let's go like you know that looks delicious yes I mean number one it's food and that always sounds like actually an appealing it thing. sounds great yeah uh, but you know when it comes along with a recommendation that you're like yeah I trust their taste yeah. they're not gonna eat bad food but along with more let's say sponsored posts or recommendations that people are making as a content creator on Instagram I think that the content creator community mm -hmm. is going to stop working for free or ah. stop working for free food uh -huh. and know their worth and know that everything you're doing is taking time from taking time out to go visit a place mm -hmm. to editing a post, editing pictures, creating a caption. It takes a lot of time and I think people are going to start to realize that their time is not free. Yeah. Definitely. I, I think that's super fair. I mean, we all know of like the really big influencers that kind of command those extremely high rates for, you know, big brand things, you know, like luxury brands, uh, right. like, you know, the Kim Kardashians to promote a product or something. But at the same time, I completely agree. It's because that person is taking not only their time, their network, their influence in order to like promote something. And, yeah. and it does. It has value associated with it. And with the local places and products and events that I'm promoting and supporting. I have a very focused following in the area. So mm -hmm. that's what makes what I do valuable for the people in the area. That's super cool. I appreciate it as a person yes. of the area. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. Now I, these, these are off screen. I don't have any, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Okay. Not, all right. So, um, are you ever considering, I know it's Mary Eats STL, are you ever thinking of doing anything non-food? 
I do things that are non-food all the time. I oh, told you're right. you it's Mary as a person, <laughs> then I eat, and then I happen to be in St. Louis. Sorry. So I share a lot about like my health journey. Like uh -huh. I've shared that I had a transplant, mm -hmm. and we go hiking, and I'm really excited I can breathe and I can do that. Mm -hmm. We went to Iceland. We went and hiked and saw all the waterfalls. So that's very much a part of my life, is I'm going to share that I'm alive that still. Is, that is true. It's and, pretty cool. And yes, we are like super <laughs> happy about that because, yeah. I'm alive. It's been a journey too. Absolutely. Yeah, definitely. Uh, so as far as like, you know, potential other, you know, things that you have in your purview, are there any other new restaurants that you're maybe looking forward to? Has anybody recently reached out that you're thinking of going to that you can spill the beans on? <laughs> no. No? I don't, I'm not, there's... No. Oh. Totally off. I don't know. No. I went to a new place for breakfast today called The Hatched. Ooh. It's um, in the South City area off of Gravoy oh. near Loughborough in the old Quincy Street Bistro. Oh, no way. It was delicious. New uh, post coming soon. Yeah, totally. Yeah. All right. Great. We got exclusive content the here. The scoop. Uh-huh. Yeah. No, that actually sounds great. I miss Quincy Street Bistro. That chef was a really talented guy. I don't, what, whatever happened to him? I don't, I don't remember. I don't know. I okay. didn't research that in advance. I know, that's fine. I, these are all just, just hot takes. Um, but anyway, uh, I, I do wanna say that uh, this is super important. You know, I think in general, as we were just talking about like marketing, influencer marketing, because people do appreciate those kind of recommendations. The audience appreciates it and, uh, and they're more likely to act and act quickly if there are, you know, these types of things. So anyway, for a group like us who does web design and development or digital strategy, and we're helping a company promote what they do, certainly local influencers can be a huge part about about, you know, getting the word spread about, uh, you know, yeah, beer that, you know, just came out or like, yeah, definitely new restaurants, uh, all sorts of different types of things. So anyway, it, it, I feel like it's a huge part of the marketing ecosystem now. And I totally agree with you in the assessment that it's going to grow. Like, I don't think there's any, you know, sort of stop to this. There's new people becoming influencers every day. <laughs> Yeah. Even if you're influencing one person to try something new, you're an influencer. Everybody on social media is influencing somebody else in some way. That is true. Wow. You just blew my mind. Oh, my God. Yeah. That is very meta. <laughs> Uh, Mary, it has been an absolute pleasure Friends. to talk to you on the podcast and video stuff. Thank you very much for, for being the first live guest. Yes. Yeah. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. All right. Well, this has been another episode of Mix and Matchbox. We will be back with more content. Thank you.